This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples, UFC and Boxing Talk. Welcome to episode 202 of the Fight Disciples podcast. This one's dedicated to the world of UFC. If you've only just stumbled across us, multi-award winning Fight Disciples podcast. If you've only just stumbled across us because you might have seen us uh, winning an award at the weekend and you thought, what's all this about? Um, then please subscribe via iTunes. You can subscribe if you're on um, uh, Android. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing because my partner in crime has just put his shades on inside like some type of Kamara Wuzman tribute. Anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, you can get your Android fee via our website, fightdisciples.com. And we're all over social media this week at Fight Disciples, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. There's some real shit going down with Darren Till, the gorilla baby of the uh, Fight Disciples. It's all on there, so make sure you get stuck in. Um, if you listen to our boxing podcast, you will have already heard some of the stories from uh, the uh, British Podcast Awards at the weekend, uh, where we became champ champs. It's quite nice, that, isn't champ it? Champ champs. Uh, the only people in any category at the British Podcast Awards yep. throughout its whole existence to win the same award in corresponding years, back we do. to back. What we do, champ champ. In the world of football. There's Connor and then there's us. In the world of football, they say you're only a great team if you win back to back titles. Yep. In listen, the world of podcasting, in, you're only a great podcast. In the world of fight sports, you're only a legit world champion if you defend your belt. You're only a legit world champion if you defend your belt. That's what you're saying about Connor. You just mentioned Connor's name. did it, baby. There. No, hang on. You just mentioned Connor's name there. It's not, he's not a legit world champion. Because then, he's he? never defended his belt, man. He's not legit then. We're legit. Mm. Two time. Two time. Two time, baby. Feels good, doesn't it? Does feel good. Does feel good. Mm. Thanks for listening. And on a legit note, I know you've probably already heard this on our uh, on our boxing podcast. But thank you to you for for putting up with this nonsense on a week by week basis, for hitting that subscribe button, for downloading our stuff, for interacting with us on social media, for getting involved in the videos that we do create uh, on our YouTube. It is inspirational. I know that sounds a little bit soft and a little bit wet, but me and him set this up two and a half years ago because we needed an outlet to get real stuff off our chest. Right? We work we work in the media. And therefore, sometimes our hands are tied and we do have to tour a certain line uh, for some of these national brands that we do work for. And we're not, we're not complaining about that because that's the gig. We're hired to do a particular job. We do that particular job. But then we, we, we will come away from those radio shows and go, fucking hell, I wish I could have said this or I wish I could have said that. Or even just said fucking hell because we kind of like swearing because we're potty mouths, all right? So we decided a couple of years ago, we're going to set up our own podcast yep. just to put all that anger and angst into one place. Absolutely. We're going to stick it here and we're going to loosely base it around fight sports. We're going to do a boxing one, we're going to do a UFC one because we're both massive fans and obviously work in that industry and therefore we'll stick it on the internet and hopefully some people might like it, some people might hate it, some people might just even uh, just dip in every now and again and listen to this uh, that we do create on a week-by-week -week basis and because it's kind of kicked off a little bit and people do, like you, uh, decide to download it and interact with us and participate in what we're doing. Uh, it does inspire us to continue to try and take this to the next level. And that's why on our YouTube channel this week, you will see some exclusive stuff mm -hmm. uh, with the gorilla himself, Darren Till. With uh, the bomber? And with Tony Bellew as well, yeah, because um, Nick, who, well, he's, he's followed Tony for years, obviously, since his ABA days. And obviously, on the Merseyside scene, he is like, um, you're like the fucking Pied Piper in Merseyside, you. It's weird because there's people that listen to this. Um, podcast 
that are obviously not scousers. Yeah, 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 they're international. So therefore, there'll be people over in the States, Australia, expats all around the world, people in Singapore we get messages for. Sweden's obviously quite big for us at this moment. Mm-hmm. But there's other people all over, uh, outside of uh, Liverpool in the UK, right? Now, Liverpool is its own thing. It's it's a it's a weird place to roam at times, is Liverpool. But it's, it's a lovely place to roam when you're roaming with scousers. So if you're actually in with a scouser, um, it's a it's a it's a lovely place to to work and enjoy fight sports sport in general. Mm-hmm. Now because I know you, I know I'm a woolly back, right? I know mm-hmm. I'm an outsider, Absolutely. but I kind of get accepted into these really um, closed off niche places. For example, on Friday, Nick organised at Calbon where Darren Till trains uh, for us to have uh, a special meet with Darren Till. Obviously, he's trainer Colin Heron. And we had Tony Bellew from the boxing world come over because he's a massive MMA fan. Massive. Come over and do a bit of an interview yep. with Darren, right? And it was a special moment, really, really good. And it was only supposed to last 10, 15 minutes. If you listen to the boxing show, you'll know what fucking happened on that because Nick had a wet dream because his two mates were knocking about <laughs> in an octagon together and he kept him there for an hour and a half. Even Bellew complained, I'm supposed to be playing golf. I've just missed my fucking tea time, mate. What's going on? <laughs> did you enjoy the conversation? Yes, I did. All right, shut up then. Clear off, right? Exactly. It was a wonderful afternoon and it's all been videoed and it's all going to be on our on our on our YouTube there. Mm-hmm. But like I said, with me being a wool, right, when I when I turn up for places and you're not there, I do get the daggers, I'll be honest with you. I mean, Colin Heron's not a man to be fucking about with, right? Fuck, nope. He's an absolute killer, is that guy. <laughs> so I rocks up at Calbon. He does not like, suffer fools. No, he does not. He's Mr. like going, Heron. one, you've got the wrong accent, son. What are you doing on my fucking territory? <laughs> Two, who are you? Right? And if looks could kill, I'd be dead by now. <laughs> Luckily, you were in. Uh, you weren't too far behind me turning up there because he looked at me and he went, oh, you're his mate, are you? All right, Nick, how are you, mate? And then they go off into this re- weird twang. <laughs> the Scouse and then there's Nick Pete Scouse, right? So they go off on this little twang, have a little bit of a conversation, and then I'm... I'm not fully accepted into the gang, but it's like, it's all right, he's with Nick. <laughs> it's one of them, isn't it? It's one of them in the background. Colin, I think he only said about three words to me. You're lucky. Yeah. You're lucky. And that was, cheers. I said to him, thank you very much for your time. He went, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and that was it. That was the conversation. I love it. But yeah, what a fantastic experience to be at Cowbomb. It was class. It was class just to, just to be in that moment as well, because we know that Bell used this outrageously big UFC fan. And he even says, you know, you, you, I'm sure you'll see it on the videos this week that go back in time. If, if Calbon was the gym that he'd been introduced to rather than a boxing yeah. gym, then he would, you know, he, he actually thinks he would have fought on the, fought mixed martial arts and who knows, fought in the UFC. Um, but he, he knows the sport inside and out. He's a massive Darren Till fan, but they never actually met. So for the for the last few years, they've been going backwards and forwards on, on social media, saying amazing, they're big fans of one another because they're both big, scary-ass strikers. Uh, so it makes perfect sense. Mm. So it was nice just to bring them together for the very first time to get that actual first handshake moment. But then to see... Let's be honest, Bell, you got a bit fanboy, didn't he? Bell yeah. went a bit went all fanboy and was like, oh, you know, we're looking for and he knew all about Stephen Thompson, obviously. And he it worked out worked out pretty cool, man. It's a good little video, isn't it? It is a good, video. good video. Make sure you subscribe to our well, YouTube. Well, loads of people channel. come to me going, like, first thing my wife said was, How'd it go? Yeah, really good day, yeah, great. She went, What are you gonna do? You're gonna sell it to Sky. And I was like, uh, and she went, Sky Sports to buy that, why don't you sell it to Sky? And I was like, you know what? Fight disciples, man. This is what we do. It's for fucking the brethren, isn't it? It's for our boys. Stick it on there, go and have a little bit. We're not going to sell it to anybody. Go and have a little bit of a nosy, mate, because this is what we do. This is why we created, as I was just saying two minutes ago. Um, Just going back to the Liverpool thing, it is highly amusing. I'm I'm actually quite dreading 
going to the UFC with you this weekend, right? Hang on. F- first of all, I haven't brought this up actually in any of the shows that you fucking judiced me this weekend. Oh, yeah, I've fucked you off. Yeah, you have fucked me off, right? <laughs> Let me get to this. Oh, dear. So, first of all, I, I was going to say I'm, I'm not looking forward to going uh, to the, uh, the Echo Arena this weekend with you. I'm looking forward to going to the Echo Arena. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to going with you because it's a fucking nightmare. Every time we go there, right? You sit where you want you. You don't even need to have a seat. You just no. t- you turn up, and all your little mates that are working in the Liverpool media, they go, fucking God's here. You're like Rob- the Robbie Fowler of the of the Merseyside fucking press scene. They- you turn up, you go, oh, Nick Pete's here. Now come here, lads. Come- oh, come sit with me, Nick. Come sit. I'm like, any any seat for me? <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a couple of rows back, cat. Go on, go on, have a sit back there, son. <laughs> fucking hell, right, yeah. Anyway. So that was one reason why I wasn't looking yeah. forward to it. But however, that's not going to happen now, no. right? Uh, because for those that listen to us on a regular basis, you'll know. I front the fight coverage on TalkSport, which is a nat- national radio station here in the UK. Mm-hmm. Nick fronts the fight coverage on BBC Five Live. Yeah, for MMA. For M- the MMA podcast. Right, for the MMA, right? Yeah. Now, this weekend, BBC Five Live have bought the rights. Yeah, first act- time it's ever happened. For Massive. commentary mm-hmm. on Darren Till versus Wonderboy and maybe some of the undercard as well. Yep. It's going out on Five Live Extra. Uh, Sports Extra. Uh, you'll hear some nonsense cricket during the day. But then from the event sport. in the afternoon, you will hear, obviously, uh, UFC Liverpool. Part of the commentary team. Now, check this out, right? Now, bear in mind, I do this week in, week out, right? This is what I do. I do radio programmes. 15 years I've been doing this shit. <laughs> the BBC... They win the rights. Then they go, right, okay, then. Shall we get a team together? Let's get a team together. Who do we know? We know Nick. We know Nick. Nick's, he's got an award-winning podcast, isn't Nick? Yeah, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's talking about when it comes to the punditry. We'll get him in there. But we need a horse to be alongside Nick. Who'd you get? Who'd you get alongside? Do you go and get the guy that he does the fucking podcast with? Do you go and get him? And you go and get some other geezer who does a cycling fucking podcast? What do you do? I'll tell you what you do. You go and get the cycling guy. What are you doing, man? <laughs> Whenever TalkSport comes to me and says, mate, listen, uh, we need a pundit for such and such a thing, I'm thinking Fight Disciples brand. That's what I think, Nick. I'm a team man. I'm a team man, Nicholas. I say, let's get Nick in. Nick will do it, yeah, because we can do it as a Fight Disciples thing. And I bring you in every single time. Yeah, but you're doing. You're presenting live for TalkSport. You're there. You've already got your, your bread is buttered, my friend. Mm. Your mm. bread is buttered, unfortunately. See, see what he's done here now. But if you need me on TalkSport, see what, just see let me know. It. Oh, man. <laughs> if you need me to cross over. Putting in three invoices. I'm doing all these different jobs. <laughs> so, yeah, we will be doing a show for TalkSport. From the ba- we're doing the backstage. Yeah. So we're doing uh, from the press room. All the fights come through the press room. We'll be having that type of programme. I've known that nickel fucking turn up on that as well because I'm sound. I'm sound like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but... Don't expect me to turn up on Five Live Extra because he'll have a ring fence around him, security and all this type of shit. <laughs> Keep that fucking bold cunt away from me. Keep him away. Keep him over there. I would never call you that on your birthday week. No chance. It is my birthday week. It is my birthday week. And thank you very Big much five for the message this week. coming in. Three seven. Thirty bollocks. Three seven, son. So, mate, you've had some paper round if you're only thirty seven. Mate, this week. that's why you're going to award ceremonies at the weekend. I'm in the studio making fucking content. That's why the earth's falling out. Because nice. I'm, t- I'm talking about the title defence. You're <laughs> you're still celebrating last year. <laughs> Very true. Um, there you go. UFC Liverpool. We're going to chill on that for a minute. 
because oh, it's mad though, isn't it? It it's, is mad. It's just mad to be because I've covered we're UFC. In the for, we've got you know we've both been at UFC events for, for many years now. I've covered UFC in all over the world. I've been lucky enough to cover Vegas, Boston. Yeah. You know, you name it. I've been everywhere covering UFC. For it to finally come here, to come to Liverpool, to come your, to your my city. city, it's mad. It's just going to be mad fight week. Obviously, it's an amazing weekend anyway with the Champions League final. But you know, this is all for me. This is all about the fight in the UFC. In the, the, the media day, the open workouts, you know, yeah. to have it all happening in, in, in Liverpool. And I'm so used to be living in a hotel in Sweden or whatever, and I'm going to these events and I'm hanging around the fighters' hotel till all hours, hoping to bump into somebody or, even London. or whatever. Even London, I know London's it's still the UK. Same. Yeah, yeah. London's the same. It's, a tw- it's like a 24 7 gig. When, when they roll into town, literally the, the MMA media will hunt like, you know, they will camp at the fighters' hotel um, and they will just be all over it, you know, and, and I'm a part of that. But for that to be happening, but I, then I get to go home and sleep in my own bed at night. It's fucking tremendous. I just, I, it's a mad week. And to think that the apple on, you know, the, the cherry on the cake is the fact that there's a lad from Liverpool in the main event. And not just, and not just a token. Not just a token oh, no. lad from Liverpool. We're yeah, talking exactly, about a legit yeah. guy. Absolutely. A legit guy, man. Absolutely. Who, by the way, is looking... Taking on the number one in the world. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Who, by the way, is looking fucking massive. But yeah. we'll get to him in a minute, right? Yeah. Because we've got to go to Chile, first of all, my friend. Chile. Do you know something? Sorry, sorry. I put bit of mind I had to catch up with all this on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking one o'clock in the morning on Sunday, and Kamaru Usman walks to the octagon. Thanks very much. Mm. Thanks very much for for a card that experienced so many first round finishes. For it to feel that long <laughs> after watching Kamari Usman, yeah. it was like, how can this be? I've just watched about six first round finishes, right? And then all of a sudden he comes to the octagon. I'm thinking, now there'll be people who are proper MMA, I mean, hardcore, proper hardcore MMA fans, right? That absolutely appreciate the living daylights out of Kamari Usman. Yeah. And to be fair, for me, being... there's, a, there's a case that he won every round. You know, I, well, I thought it was 4 1, but it, you know, you could, you could yeah. say he won every round. He definitely won four of the rounds. Definitely oh, yeah, won yeah. four of them. And I can appreciate what he does. I can understand what he's doing. He's, he's negating his opponent's best attributes. I mean, what the fuck he was doing, punching him in the feet at one point. I was like, go on, just jump on him. Jump on him. Go on, have a bit of a tangle with him on the floor. Yeah. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't engage. It was, it was a Jose Mourinho performance is yeah. what it was. And I hate watching Jose Mourinho teams. I hated him when he was at Chelsea. I dislike him when he's at Man United. It was boring as fuck. And for me... Fight sports is the entertainment. It's enter- That's the thing. It's got to entertain me. Yeah, I can watch certain boxing events and be bored. That's just the way it is sometimes because certain fighters do bore me. Mayweather did that for a period of time. I can appreciate what he's doing. Yeah, I can totally appreciate what he's doing because he's brilliant at it. But it doesn't get me off the edge of my seat. I'm like going, eh, whatever. I want to see a bit of jeopardy. I want to see a little bit of wow. What the fuck was that? Let's do that again. Yeah. And sadly, every single time I watch Kamari Usman, I fall asleep, mate. I'm like, oh. I'm not into it. Just not into it. Yeah, he's he's quickly sliding into being like the modern day John Fitch. You know, he's who we seen again the other week on Bellator against Paul Daly doing another John Fitch performance, leg humping, just leg humping. And okay, you know, there's probably a bit more about Usman than that. But when you come away from it, you don't think like, like I, for the whole of this month we've been saying all the welterweights are going to war. And as far as I'm concerned, even though one of these welterweight clashes has got a interim belt on the yeah. line. I was like, you know what? Whichever welterweight does a standout performance is going to get the shot at Woodley. Whoever fucking steals the show this month, 
Kamara Usman is not stealing no show no. off anybody. Well, I said this. To, I said anybody? This, last week. I said dinner. I'm so disappointed that it's not Ponzinibbio because mm. I know what Damian May is going to do yeah. and I know what Usman's going to do. And it, for me, in my head, it just didn't have fireworks around it. No, Ponzinibbio could have lit him up. Could have lit. Could him have up. took him out of his especially, comfort zone. Especially if uh, Usman's going around saying, "Oh, I brought my ha- my right hand in the first round and I brought my left hand in the third round." If that's true, and I'm I'm not I'm no reason to doubt him. Then Ponzinibbio has got a fucking free shot at him there, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He could have absolutely lit the dude up. Yeah. I'm gutted that it wasn't him. And I knew that this fight would play out like that. So therefore, I kind of need to slap myself across the face for sitting up and fucking watching it. Listen, John Fitch, just to go back to John Fitch, same weight division as well. He was the number three welterweight in the world. And he was like on this incredible unbeaten run. Yet he was leg humping the fuck out of everybody. And as soon as he lost, Dana White kicked him out the UFC mm. because and you know Dana White is not going to be a fan of Commander Usman, especially when Usman comes out and says shit like that. I was at thirty percent and all that yeah. bollocks. He's making himself no favors and he's done, us, eight, he's done eight on the fans, spin though, mate. That's an eight on the spin. Yeah, but us as fans, you're watching it going, eh. yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, we should be buzzing about this. He's guy. not. He's not pay per view. No, he's, by, he's far from pay per view. No. He's struggling now to, you know, you put him on here in the main event, and okay, the Ponzinibbio fight would have been a lot better because Styles make fights and it would have been a better matchup. Yeah. But still, you come away from it, you go, a 40 year old bloke's coming at two weeks' notice. And at no point did you fucking take him out. Take him out. And you've got to take him out. And that's the difference coming up to this weekend. Darren Till knows he's got to take Stephen Wonderboy Thompson out. He's got to. He's got to put on a performance that. Lives up to the fact that the U- he's dragged the UFC to Liverpool. They've put him in the main event. They've given him the opportunity. It's like kind of like the boxing at the weekend. And we talk about this in our boxing show. Josh Warrington was not supposed to beat Leeds Selby at the weekend. He was a massive underdog, 4-1 to one underdog, whatever he was. Yet he took the opportunity and he produced the performance of his lifetime. And now he's a legit world champion. Kamani mm. Usman has got to take the fact that he's main eventing against a former world title challenger as the moment to make a statement, and he doesn't make a statement. Mm. He comes to another five-round, albeit one-sided fight, and that does not make superstars. That does not make pay-per-view stars. I'm going to read you my notes. Right? I was going to let you read these, but my writing's shit. Yeah, these are my notes on the fight. I was just making it. As I was watching the fight, I was going, if you fell asleep during this fight, you miss fuck all. <laughs> the next bit is, Usman, is, this is my scrolling on the fight, Usman is boring as fuck and no one is going to convince me otherwise. <laughs> and then I've gone, hammer fist to the feet, fuck off. <laughs> That's it. Do you know what? On I've this, summed the fight up. That's on, it. On this main card as well. Hammer fist to the feet. Hammer fist to the feet. Jog on. Yeah, it is. Uh, Andrea Lee. That was a points decision against Veronica Macedo. Mm. But it was absolutely yeah, it was fucking fight. brilliant. Andrea Lee for a UFC debut. That's what you do on your debut. That's what you do when the opportunity comes. You're in a fucking brilliant fight that everyone comes away going, hey. man, she's a real little contender here. She's she's the business. Yeah, yeah. Kamari Usman gets main event, stinks the, stinks the gaff out. Mm. How how does he ever expect to get a world title shot? How what What's in it for the UFC to manoeuvre him into a shot for the title? Mm. What's in it for them? Nothing, because it, the, the problem is with that division at this moment, and the, especially at the, the top end, Tyrone's just been in shit fights as well. Exactly. He's stunk it out with Stephen Thompson. Exactly. And with Demi Mayer. So stunk... why would the UFC want to put Usman in with Woodley It's a, gar- it's, it's a guaranteed stinker. stinker. It's a guaranteed stinker. Exactly. And the only way you get Woodley to fight these days is in a pay-per-view. Yeah. So they've got to put him in with someone that brings something else. Hence the reason why the door is open for this weekend, and the door is open for Colby Covington versus RDA. Yeah. Whoever... But on the biggest and best performance between Woodington and, Co- and, RDA, and RDA, uh, Covington and RDA, yeah. and Thompson and Till. Yeah. Whoever's the biggest star out of that, I think, fights Woodley next. Yeah. 
But the problem is with that is that we've seen Thompson in with him twice. Yeah. And even if Thompson's brilliant against two, two. they'll two. probably see go, no, we don't want to see it again. Probably, yeah. They'll probably put Thompson in with, with the Usman. Pre- the they'll pressure. probably put Thompson in with Usman if he beats Till. The pressure is on Till yeah. to put in a world-class performance, probably more so than the other two because everybody's thinking, because it's an interim fight between RDA and Covington, Yeah, people are thinking, well, whoever wins that, and if they win it in style, they're going up. Yeah. They're going to get their shot. And I'm probably rightfully so. If we're, if we're, if we're legitimately honest... I know we're big Till fans, but RDA, former world champion at a different weight class, and, yeah. and Covington's been on this unbelievable tear, and he's a mouthy fucker, and he does sell tickets. People do want to see him either get chinned or to chin someone. Get chinned, yeah. So if he comes through that fight against RDA and he does it in such blistering fashion, it's going to be him against uh, against Tyron Woodley. Woodley. But Tyron Woodley is injured, never fighting. You never know. It might be Covington versus Till as a final eliminator for uh, for the big boy. Yeah, absolutely. Would not surprise me at all. And I say if Thompson wins this weekend, they'll probably put Thompson in with with, uh, with Usman. That wouldn't surprise me either. <sighs> just to try and do do something do else something with different. Usman. Yeah, just to try and see a different look from him. Don't, and don't rule out Ponzinibbio. I know he's uh, injured, but yeah. don't rule out him because he's absolutely legit. Uh, last week, you may remember, um, I told you that uh, Holly Holm... Uh, Megan Anderson is on the uh, prelims of 225. They've changed their mind, Nick. Oh, right. They've changed their mind. No, 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 they've changed their mind because something else has come along to stick on the undercard. Check this out, right? So you've got Holly Holm now uh, with Megan Anderson, which has been boosted to the main main card card of 225, which we're all dead excited about because we were gobsmacked that it was on the prelims. Guess who's on the prelims now? Alistair Overeem. What? Alistair Overeem uh, against uh, uh, Blades... Is uh, on blades. against pre is in the is the the top of the prelims of UFC two two five. Wow! There you go, Overeem Blades. What a fall from grace for for Overeem, who was basically signed uh, by the by the former owners by the Fatitas to be the next UFC heavyweight champion of the world. That's yeah. why they wanted them in. Mm. They were massive stars. Jeez. What a fall from grace that is. Well, I think he has just actually just come back down to earth after uh, Ngannou whacked him up there. <laughs> yeah, <he's probably> just, <laughs> I think, I think yeah. he's only just returned. He's the floor. Yeah, he's only just come back. So does that mean fucking, um, what's his name still on the main card then? Who? The wrestler. I can't even remember his name because he's only ever fought once. He's CM Punk. Shit. Yeah. yeah. CM Punk's still on the main card. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Oh, dear. Anyway. anyway. Oh, dear. Uh, that's... Not this week. There's only one thing to talk about this week. I know that Absolutely. people are thinking, oh, there's other news going on in the world of UFC. No, there ain't. There yeah. ain't nothing else going and, and on. Listen, if you've tuned in to Ada's preview, Bellator 200, <laughs> uh, you've come to the wrong podcast. You have come to the wrong <laughs> podcast. Sadly. We don't do Legends Tour, unfortunately. We're only doing proper fights. I got asked this week, actually, what a great week for you, being an MMA fan. Uh, Friday night. Uh, obviously, you'll have the weigh-in Saturday, then stay in Liverpool for Champions League final. Then you'll have UFC. Oh, mate, what a weekend for an MMA fan. I went, Friday night, what the hell was going on? <laughs> <laughs> Bellator in London, mate. You... Fuck off. <laughs> Get out. Oh, yeah. I know a few lads who are, who are covering both and they're getting in a taxi from Bellator London and coming straight up to Liverpool, a few of the Germans you know together. I can understand that you would go to uh, Bellator and I, I really can understand it because we don't get enough events. No, we don't know. So therefore, you've got to grab it when we do get it. And Crocop yeah. Cro- Cro- and ACB was better last weekend, no, in Nottingham. Yeah, of course. It's a better, yeah, but you're talking it's a better about, card. Yeah, but well, yeah, exactly. You're talking about our competitive matchups. Is what you're talking yeah. about now. If you're looking to see legends, names, 
people yeah. like that in the twilight of their career. Then, yeah. And and you know what I mean. Some lads that might not will probably not make it to the UFC, but are still quite yeah. famous. Let's yeah. just say because you've got the young lad from uh, Jordy MVP Shaw and the kids from Jordy Shaw. You got them lads and, on. And there. you know what? Gegard Mousasi's on there. So if you want to go, one of my favourites. I got to see Gegard Mousasi yeah. fight live. Yeah, that's fine. But it is what it is. It is exactly it is what it is. I'm not going to go OTT. It's like I support Blackburn Rovers, mate. It's League One into Championship football. That's basically what it is. Yeah. So, absolutely. and I've no problem with. Listen, go and watch it, go and enjoy it. But the real shit's happening on Sunday. Absolutely. The Sunday real as well. shit's happening on Sunday. Sunday afternoon. Like every, this, we should start this. Like this fits in for the US I market. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Every show should finish at no, 9 no, no. p.m. No, stop. You ready? Yeah. Because we're having a musical interlude. Let's do it. Gonna be fucking mad. Never mind the hairs on the back of my neck. My testicles are tingling at that. <laughs> my actual plums are tingling. It's gonna be mental. And we live doing commentary for radio, for BBC when this drops. Honestly, I'm gonna be grinding up against whoever's sitting next to me. Dan Hardy's getting it. <laughs> Dan Hardy, you are getting it. He's gonna pop a couple of Viagra. Like a fucking Jack Russell on Dan Hardy's leg. Let me tell you. <laughs> It's party time. It's incredible. Years of campaigning, mate. It's happening. UFC Liverpool this weekend. The Till, the gorilla. It's his coming of age. It is his moment. Last week, we did catch up with him. We caught up with Tony Bellew in the same interview. It's all on our YouTube channel. Go and have a little bit of a nosy. It's a fantastic, fantastic... Just sit down and get together a two of Liverpool's finest strikers. Lads that have 
Manifested dreams. Lads that have dreamt up crazy situations and gone out there, realised their dreams and made this happen. Who would have thought this time last year? Who would have thought, right, when we started talking about Darren Till, when we started this podcast two and a half years ago, who would have thought that we would be at this moment right now? Mm-hmm. Nobody would have thought that. No. To be fair, you were battering on about it. UFC yes. Liverpool, UFC <laughs> Liverpool, UFC Liverpool, hashtag and all this type of stuff. Yeah, yeah you were battering on about it and people were like going, yeah, it'd be nice, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but to be fair, at that time, a lot of fans, and, 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 and they'll admit this, who were listening to us, had never heard of Darren Till. No. They'd never heard of what he was all about. And it was through this, and you know, I'm, I'm, we're not going to take too much credit on this because Darren's done the work himself. But through... You just get a, championing them. You just get a vibe for a guy, don't you? Oh, fuck you yeah. just you just get a vibe for a fighter. You just get you you meet them, you meet them on a personal level, you see what they're doing in the gym. You are, sometimes when you're around something, you know. Yeah. I, I can't explain it any better than that. The first time I met him, I just knew. I just thought this guy's fucking legit. Yeah. As in some sh- special shit's going to happen with this guy. Yeah. And now we're here. We're here at a moment where it is all about him. There's going to be 10,000 people in the Echo Arena and next door as well because they're selling tickets next door for a screening. First, first for time guys that, ever done that. For guys that can't get into the event, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll hide the next door. So we're just like a cinema type situation. Yeah. All these people are turning out for him. This is his moment. He's brought the UFC to Merseyside. I, I legitimately cannot wait for this weekend because being in his presence on Friday, I, I expected to see some chinks. I really did. I expected to see, is it getting to him? Is the nerves there? Because our whole all interview was about the nerves. It was all about the event. Are you? Yeah. Where are you at right now? Didn't flinch once. Didn't flinch once, this kid. It's no. like, I've already done it. I've already done it in my head. Yeah. I just need to go out and walk the walk now. Go out and, and realise it. Yeah, exactly. He's, um, you know, I've known him for a long time. He's a special, special individual, special type of athlete. Um, and as you say, he's got that ready breath glow. He's got that something about him. Conor McGregor's got something about him. You know, there's certain footballers you meet have got something about them. You know, you know sometimes when you're in the presence of something a little bit special. And I think it's as me- it's the mental state. That's what it is. That's what tips them over. Talent-wise, I've Phys- met so many yeah, talented yeah, yeah. athletes over the years. And, so physically, many. and physically, he's a specimen. Unbelievable. But in his head, it, it's it's something else. It's locked in, yeah. And and few athletes get that. You know, few. You know, I, I've met over the years so many f- talented fighters that I'd thought, wow. I've seen him box and thought, wow, or, or spa and thought, there's a future world champion right there. And then you spend some time with them, you get you get to know them a little bit more and you think he just doesn't get it. He's just not switched onto it. You know, he hasn't got the right mind state. Um Bellew's at a work at his and he's developed it and he's got this persona that's got him there. But in terms of Darren Till, he's just got it. He's just he's just mentally so strong. Um, I mean, and listen, everyone would say this podcast probably hear them talking about being the greatest of all time and moving up multiple weight divisions. Like, like on Friday, I was like, you know, we've got ourselves here, hopefully uh, the f- UK's first ever two-weight world champion. Without hesitation, he went three-weight. Yeah. Like straight away. No, like, oh, I'm a little bit embarrassed by what you... He straight away, he just went three-weight. I'm doing three-weights. Like, he's convinced. He's got it in his head. But as he as he revealed on that video, and I urge you to go and watch it, it's it's more like, a, I, know I, can, I know I can lose but I'm not ready to lose and I'm certainly not ready to lose here in this moment. And this moment, again, it's a crescendo of, of events. It's mm-hmm. taken 10 years for the UFC to come to Liverpool. Bear in mind that there's two reasons why the UFC have never been to Liverpool before. First and foremost, the venue's not big enough. That's it. 
The Echo Arena only fits in 10,000 or just shy of 10,000. When they put their octagon in there and, and floor yeah, seats exactly, and all that yeah. type so, stuff. I so, think they get about 12 sometimes for, for concerts. For, for concerts and that, yeah. So I think it's going to be around 10,000, just under 10,000 on Sunday afternoon when the fight goes down. Why come to Liverpool when they can go 30 miles up the road to Manchester where there's a 20,000-seat arena? Hence the reason why they've been to Manchester Arena multiple yeah. times. Yeah. That's why they've never been to Liverpool before. And yes, we've had good fighters. They're like, you know, really talented fighters. Terry Etten, Paul Sass, Mark mm. Scanlon, mm. Paul Kelly. You know, there was... There was a time when there was four or five scousers in the UFC doing really well, mm. when it would have been piss easy to come to Liverpool and put an event on. But again, there was no actual main event star. There was no one there that was so big and so, such, so talented. And I don't mean to carry a card. They could have put Terry as the main event. But Terry as an individual, and even them group of fighters as a group, not one of them had the power in their potential to make the UFC come. Do you know what I mean? The, the, the swag. You're yeah, talking about the swag now. That's it. The, Inside the, the octagon, they were legit. Exactly. But outside, they didn't transcend. They couldn't sell it. They couldn't sell a fight. And the UFC yeah. didn't see them as, you know, a future pay-per-view star. None yeah. of them were future pay-per-view stars. But that when Darren Till says, I want a fight to come to Liverpool, the UFC have got to listen because he's a future pay-per-view star. They've got to listen to him. So we, they've dragged... They lose, they're probably losing money because they could have done it in Manchester and got twice as many fans in. They've obviously... Mate, this is, this is wonderful. But they want they could have done this in Vegas. Uh, of course. They could have done this as a pay-per-view event anywhere in America. But because Dallin Till is a young, potential superstar, mm. that's the only reason the UFC are coming to Liverpool this week. It's the only reason they've dragged the number one guy, ranked guy in the world in the welterweight division all the way to Liverpool to fight a young 24-year-old kid. And he won't be cheap. They will be paying him Fuck proper yeah. dough to do that because... Wonderboy knows the threat. He knows what this is all about. He knows that he's there for Darren Till's coming out party. That's what yeah. he's there for. Yeah. So therefore, he ain't peanuts. They've proper weighed in. Like yeah. you said, they're probably losing dough on this. Probably losing dough on this all, all event in order to, to give the UK fans, the world fans, this particular fight and this historic moment. Because it is an historic moment. I know that we've been going crazy about it since it was ever announced. Or even before it was announced, we're going crazy about it. But it is. This is. We, we are going to witness history at the weekend. Whatever happens from now on in. Yeah. If you're going to be there or around it, it's one of those moments where you're going to go, I remember when the UFC came to Liverpool for the first time. Darren Till was a boy at the top of the, t- top of the table. Fantastic. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's going to be every inch incredible. I think, the, I think it's going to be absolutely electric. It's definitely going to compete with when the UFC first went back to Dublin in terms of decibels. Uh, I just think everyone in the city is really buzzing right now. And I think the fact that the Champions League final is the night before... It's just going to make it even more crazy. You couldn't have written it better, could you? I mean, think think about it, right? Mm-hmm. You've mani- you've manifested this particular moment, right? Yeah. Through, for example, covering Terry Etten, right? Yeah. So you're covering him, and you're thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that Terry's brilliant in the octagon. He could be the man at the top of the thing. We've got loads of great fighters, Danny Roberts, Paddy. I'm just naming names now. So even yeah, yeah. Molly's on this at the weekend, and we'll get to her in a minute. Yeah. But all these Scouse fighters, it's a Scouse fighting city. The fans will come out and see it. Fantastic, right? So you're, you're thinking it in your in your head and you'd have pictured it, right? But think about the reality of it now this weekend. So, it, one, it's a bank holiday weekend, right? The sun's up. We're in Liverpool now. The sun's absolutely blazing, right? Yeah. Bank holiday weekend, Sunday bank holiday, final bank holiday in May, right? It's in the afternoon, right? It's, it's in the afternoon. The night before, a team from this city are in the European Cup final against Real Madrid, that in the world of football, it don't get fucking better than that. Yeah, it doesn't get bigger. So the biggest Spanish side in European football when it comes to winning European trophies is taking on the biggest English club when it comes to winning European trophies 
in the European Cup final the night before. Right? Yep. You can't write that it's shit. It's Hollywood stuff. It's mad. And you know the parade, and not only that, the parade for the trophy goes past the arena on the day, Sunday lunchtime. On the Sunday day. And then not only that, the guy that he's in in the main event at UFC Liverpool is a scouser and is being tipped to be the next big thing in the welterweight division. It's it's not one of those talking oh right, yeah. Put a scouser in Put the main event because it's in Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, it's not one of them. No. It's like this is it's a coming it's a legit coming out yeah. come and see the fucking gorilla that's let's, what it is let's put him in with the number one you can't, guy in the world everything about the whole narrative of this you can't have written it you can't have thought about it it's like the universe and the stars have just gone Poof, yeah let here you go man let's have it what a weekend it's going to be it's going to be fucking absolutely mental off the chain and you know what amongst all the chaos and all the celebration and all the fucking just how bonkers it's going to be in this city the most calm and serene and focused person in the centre of it all will be a 24-year-old lad. How mad is that? Because we know, you know, we've spent a lot of time with him now and we know he's switched onto this. He knows this. He's, he's manifested this before. He's ready for it. Stephen Thompson ready for it. Stephen Thompson, no, he's walking into a city that's going to be a sport and cauldron of just fucking celebration. No, I don't think you can, listen, I don't think you can get prepared for this because as I've said to you on many occasions I'm, I'm lucky enough to have worked now on and off in this city for the best part of five years and it is a very different place I obviously started working here talking football and yep. it, I knew immediately this lot are different Scousers are different they are different in in the way that they live their lives and consume their sport and when you go to an event here in Liverpool it's very different to anywhere else. I mean, I suppose that maybe people in Dublin with the Conor McGregor thing might have a little bit of a say on the, them being a special and unique vibe. Yeah, all right. Stephen Thompson will have never, ever fought in front of a, fa- a crowd and a fan base like he's going to experience at the weekend. We're talking about going to a UFC event where, where they fucking sing songs, mate. That just doesn't happen. Yeah. Where they're chanting from start to finish. It's two in the afternoon on a bank holiday weekend. It is going to be pandemonium in that Echo Arena. Yeah. When he walks out, he will have never experienced anything like that. Because let's be honest, he's a nice lad. Yeah, he is. Stephen Thompson's a nice guy. Loads of people love Stephen Thompson. I love Stephen Thompson. I'm actually going to be in a little bit of in awe on Friday when I meet him for an interview that we're doing for Fight Disciples. I'm, I'm going to be like... Oh, it's Stephen Thompson. You know what I mean? It's going to be like that. But on 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 Sunday afternoon, when he makes that octagon walk, the place is going to go bonkers. It's going to go fucking nuts. Bear, bear in mind as well, he walks second. He'll walk second. Mm. So we, we will have already had the Darren Till, Phil Collins moments, the ball-tingling moments when we'll all be fucking just like bouncing off the ceiling. And then he's going to walk out to Tenacious D, Wonderboy. And the place is just going to it's just going to turn on him. It's going to turn on him because this is not his moment. It's someone else's moment. And he's going to walk to the octagon and climb inside and there's going to be a fucking real-life gorilla waiting for him. It's going to be absolutely mental. The number one guy in the world who's used to being cheered everywhere he goes because everybody likes Stephen Thompson. He's a fucking lovely fella. He's a top guy. But he's never fought outside of North America in his MMA career. He's never fought. He's always been in the US or in Canada. So he, And even in his, his karate career, which is extensive and kickboxing, whatever he did, and he had this incredible winning record, he never fought in front of 10,000 people who fucking baying for him, who are ready to see him dismantled. And more than that, has he ever fought someone that's gonna, that is literally waiting to take his head off? Because he didn't get that with Tyron Woodley. He did, he did 10 rounds with Tyron Woodley back-to-back for mm, the title. Mm. And Tyron Woodley tried to counter him for 10 rounds. It was only sporadic bursts of trying to throw punches. 
He ain't getting that on Sunday. Darren Till is not going to do that. Darren Till is going to try and take this guy's head off. And Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, maybe the best man in the, maybe the best striker in the world in this division. But he's got a young, hungry guy here that's desperate to prove he's better than him. Mm. Desperate to prove it, and he's got a whole city behind him and a whole country behind him. You need to watch our YouTube video definitely because in there, obviously, we talk about this at the weekend. We bell you. Till says second round knockout. I'm stopping him in the second round. Yeah. Without without blinking, he said that. You can't back against him <clears throat> because you can see it. Because you, no, you can see. I'm talking about how this fight plays out. I think. I think, for Till to win it, he needs to take him out. Because, Wonderboy is used to point scoring. If that yeah. makes sense, he's yeah. used from his karate background. He's used to doing stuff to win rounds. Yeah, point scoring. Yeah, and I think if it is a. If it goes the distance, <clears throat> three rounds, then I think it will be out point scored, if that makes sense. Well, it's the main event, isn't it? So it'll be five rounds. It's the main event. Five rounds, aren't they? All the UFC events. If, you, if it's main event, it's five rounds. This is a five rounder. So five rounds. 25 minutes. Oof, 25 minutes. It's a long way to go. go. Yeah, but I know, I know. But Wonderboy's been here before. Absolutely. He's got the experience. He knows, the score. he knows the score, right? So yep. if it goes five rounds, I think, because he knows how to point score, I think he will point score. But I can't see it going five rounds. I'm going to be honest with you. I can't see it going five rounds. Obviously, I want Till to do the business. I think it might even go earlier than the second round, you know? Mm. Because the energy in that room on Sunday is going to be, something, it's going to be frightening. I don't think... I'm going, to, I'm going to put my balls on the line. I don't think it's getting out the first round. It's going to be mental. I don't think it's getting out of the first round because what being stood next to him on Friday last week, he's fucking massive, mate. Yeah, he's absolutely huge for a kid that needs to get down to one seventy. He's absolutely ginormous. I saw him on the pads. He's he punching so hard. It's it's crazy. He he only needs to land once in order for Thompson to feel it, and he'll see it. <clears throat> Till will see the not the fear in his eyes, but he'll see in his eyes. This kid just felt my power. I'm yeah. going in. Till what mess about? I don't think this is getting out of the first round. I think for the, for UK fans and especially Liverpool fans, you know, obviously Till's in the main event, so it's a dream scenario anyway. But the opponents couldn't have been any... That's you, know, it. you talk about the stars <laughs> aligning in terms of the city and what else is going on in and around this event, but the stars aligning. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson is the number one welterweight on the planet below the champion. He's the top-ranked guy. Yeah, he's a striker. It's perfect for this audience. You know, if it, if it's someone like a Kamaru Usman or a Covington, ah. maybe you think if he takes Till down, he can he can hump him, he can do this, he can do that. But Stephen Thompson ain't going to come here and take Darren Till down. Stephen Thompson is not going to try and submit He's going to try and kick his head off. That's what he's going to try and kick his head off. And Darren Till is going to try and smash him with elbows and knees. You know, you've got the, the, the Karateka background against the Mai Tai background. It's, it's made Ultimately, made. it's coming down to an ultimate striker match, which is what this city wants to see, what this country wants to see, what Europe wants to see. We want to see striker matches. It's perfect. It, it literally couldn't be any more perfect if you'd scripted it. Obviously, the only thing missing are the two fairy tale finishes, Saturday night and Sunday night. I'm not interested in Saturday night. <laughs> <coughs> Sunday. It's going to be... 
Are you going with Till? Are you going with Till? Of course. Yeah, no, I know you're going with him to win, but you're going with his prediction of a second round. Yes, because there's no reason to doubt him. And, uh, you know, listen, I haven't spent... Well, you can see it going early, though, what I've just said, yeah? Absolutely, yeah, 100%. And, uh, you know, I haven't spent any time with Stephen Thompson yet. I've heard he is in the UK now. Um, He obviously will be travelling up to Liverpool uh, later this week. And then I'm looking forward to seeing him Thursday and Friday and Saturday, how he is around the city. He's a nice guy. He'll be walking around with a big smile on his face. Um, But he's got to be pissed, let's be honest. If you're Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, you're pissed at the UFC, aren't you? Because you're the number one guy in the division. You've just gone 10 rounds with the champion. You've just had a win to bounce back from those on 10 rounds. View. On yeah. view. And now, some two other guys are, are fighting for the interim belt. So you're pissed at that. You're pissed at the fact that you're the number one guy, and yet you're putting two other guys in for the interim belt. I'm pissed now. Mm. Not only that, by the way, we're sending you to Liverpool to fight this fucking 24-year-old undefeated killer. How, how would you feel if you were Stephen Thompson? How would you feel? No, personally, I'd be fucking pissed. I'd be really upset with the UFC going, what the fuck have I done wrong here? You know, mm. so it'd be interesting to see this week what Stephen Thompson comes to Liverpool. Will it be, as I think, a fucking really pissed guy who's like, you know what? Fuck you all. Like, you're trying to get me beat. Well, I'll show you. I think that works great for Darren Till. Yeah, yeah. If he's if he's fuming, if he's if he's pissed off and he's coming to try and prove something, I think Darren Till will absolutely fucking turn him up. Mm. But if Stephen Thompson comes and he's cool as fuck and he's like, you know what, I'm aware. Listen, you haven't heard from me because I've been hiding away. I'm aware of what this kid can do, and I've come with a specific game plan and everything else. I'm a bit more of a chess match, and I'm going to old man him. I've got ten years on him, and but you know, then. It could be a you know a different type of fight, but I still believe Dan until we'll get to him because I, 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 I truly believe Dan until in this weight division, in the frame of mind he's in, the way he performs, I think he's an un, he's an unstoppable, unstoppable. Quickly looking down that card, then right. Obviously, we're excited to see Molly because the 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 atmosphere when Molly walks will be Ugh. just as ferocious. Yeah, fantastic for her to get an opportunity in the UFC. Really looking forward to Molly McCann doing her bit. Um, and there's some other great fights on this card. It's not just—I know it's all about Darren Till. I know it is. Yeah. But it's not just no about him because there's some other stuff on there that will definitely entertain the uh, UK fight fans. Absolutely, Arnold Arnold against Mads Burnell, the featherweight fight. That's an absolute belter. Ami uh, Makwan Ami Akani, who we haven't seen since he lost to Arnold Arnold, but was a real talent. Him against Jason Knight. That is going to be absolutely explosive as well. Um, Darren, Darren the dentist Stewart, another British fighter against Derek Spicely. That kicks off the main card. That's a cracker. Literally, you run through this guy. Dan Kelly against Tom Brees. Tom Brees moving up to yeah. middleweight. The, 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 the guy who, listen, two years ago, we were all he saying, to be the guy. Tom Brees, oh, he's the future of the welterweight division. He's going to do it for us. And it just didn't happen for him. He's had to go away. He's reinvented himself. He's come back as a middleweight. Uh, I, I think that's inevitably, if, if Tom can get back to where he was and, and you know, the mindset he's in, uh, or he was in when he was, when he was undefeated welterweight, I think Tom Brees... Darren Till down the line at middleweight, hopefully with the belt involved, it is kind of inevitable if he can get back to where he was. But he's fighting Dan Kelly. He looks mm. like the fucking oldest man in the UFC. Mm. The, the, the Jew Doker from Australia, who literally has got a full head of grey hair. He looks mm. about 60. Yeah, he, all he, all he does brace. is upset everyone. He wears a knee brace as yeah, well, doesn't he? two knee braces. All he does he's is like upset. Will Ferrell. He looks like Will Ferrell's a lad. Absolutely. Mm. But all he does is upset people. So there's loads going on there. And as you say, Molly kicking off the prelim card against Gillian Robertson. Um, that's going to be something a little bit special as well. Yeah. Last time we seen her, she headlined at the Echo Arena for Cage Warriors. She won the world title. Molly's going to be unstoppable. Uh, you know, Walking to Zed cars. Oh, it's going to be insane. It's going to be absolutely insane. 
So it's going to be it's going to be an incredible weekend. I'd love to have seen a couple more Liverpool-based fighters on there. Don't get me wrong. I'm disappointed Danny Roberts never got the co-main because Neil Magny's opponent dropped out weeks ago uh, and yet he was replaced by Craig White, who's a newcomer to the UFC. Imagine, imagine going to the UFC for the very first time and Fighting you, put it, you get put in the co-main event against someone who's ranked number 10 in the world. I kind of feel sorry for Craig White. I think he's on a hiding to nothing against Neil Magny, who I yeah. think is brilliant. Yeah. Um, but you know, you're right. It's all about the main event. It's all about the main event, which is going to be going off around 8, 9 o'clock, I think. The main event's going to be... 8 o'clock UK, yeah. I think so, yeah. Mm. Which is cool, man. Every fight event should be finished by 9, as far as I'm concerned. I love it. Um, I'm kind of happy that uh, I don't have to be backstage for the main event. You have to be octagon side and obviously hold your own when it comes to uh, commentating on a particular event. So therefore, you can't go full-on balls deep, can you? I will. I am. Everyone knows I will. Tables are going. <laughs> Everyone knows I will. It should be a good one. Listen, it's going to be an absolute cracker. Please, if you are in the Merseyside area, if you're in Liverpool over the weekend, come and see us, man. We're yeah, keep, man. Keep an eye on our social media, at Fight Disciples. We'll tweet and post where we're going to be at for various yeah. things. Even if you're in on Saturday night, maybe you've travelled up to come to the USC event on the Sunday and you want to come and watch Champions League football with this clown, uh, you're more than welcome to uh, come and have a bit got, of a... I've got my T-shirt ready. But have you got... The you, Egyptian King. You bought a Mo Salah T-shirt. I bought, I bought a Mo Salah T-shirt special. Fuck you, man. I've bought myself a... a I've got one for you. <laughs> I'm not wearing it because I've bought myself a Till T-shirt. I'm Have you had the gorilla? I've got myself a gorilla T-shirt for the weekend, pal. I'm in. Love it. Um, come and join us. And if this is the first time you've ever stumbled across uh, the Champ Champs, as they say now, um, best sports podcast in the uh, UK for the second year running. Just thought I'd get that in there. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Please do so. Uh, Fight Disciples. You can also uh, get your Android feed via our website, fightdisciples.com. And we're all over social media, at Fight Disciples, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. It's important that you're on YouTube this week because there's a lot of Darren Till stuff, all right? We won't catch you next time. We'll see you at the weekend. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.